BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Tonight, Lady Gaga's dog walker shot, her dog stolen. One gunshot and a female screaming. Frightening to see all that blood. How the singer is responding. Then we're with the voice coaches. All bets are off. How Kelly Clarkson's divorce is impacting her music career. I never have told anyone this. And new details in the Tiger Woods crash. I'm very lucky. Plus, our award season kickoff. Only we're with the nominees talking about their co-stars. I don't even have Denzel's phone number, and he's called me. E.T. starts right now. So watch. Lady Gaga devastated after her dear friend is critically wounded and two of her beloved dogs are stolen. Our Lauren Zima is on the scene with an eyewitness and dramatic new images of this vicious attack. Hi, you know, shooting just occurred. One victim down. Bullet casings, a bloody sidewalk. It was a chaotic scene last night here in Hollywood as Gaga's friend and dog walker, Ryan Fisher, was found lying on the ground after being shot with a semi-automatic handgun as two people stole two of Gaga's beloved French bulldogs. Tell me what happened. I heard screaming for a long time. I saw the guy screaming, and that's when I heard the gunshot, and a second gunshot. And then that's when I heard the car take off. Ryan, who has posted with Gaga's pups, was apparently still clutching one of her three pooches. Miss Asia, seen here in a blanket, being loaded into a squad car. The other two, Koji and Gustav, taken. The guy was fighting with them, and then that's when he wouldn't let go of the dogs, and that's when they shot him. There's so much blood everywhere. This morning, I spoke exclusively with Ryan's friend and former client, who is still devastated. He would literally lay his life down for them, which hopefully he did not. We'd heard he moved to L.A. just to walk her dogs. Gaga wanted him pretty much to herself. My aching heart. Gaga, are aware of what's happened tonight, sir? The singer's bodyguard picked up Miss Asia from the police station. Gaga was in Rome during the brazen dog napping, and a source tells E.T. she's beside herself, horrified, completely devastated, and sickened. She feels somewhat helpless in Italy, but is praying for Ryan, Koji, and Gustav. Ryan's in the hospital and recovering. A half-million-dollar reward is now being offered for Koji and Gustav's safe return, no questions asked. A well-bred French bulldog go anywhere from ten dollars to $25,000. Dog rescuer to the stars, Melissa Basilar, tells ET there's a black market for this breed, but she believes this was a targeted incident. Did you get a new French bulldog? I did. I did Gustav. I think that these people 100 percent knew that they were getting Lady Gaga's dogs. What's the matter? <laughs> of course, our hopes and prayers are with Ryan for a speedy recovery. All right, let's go from Lady Gaga to Kelly Clarkson. The new season of The Voice premieres on Monday. And as you know, look, Kelly never holds back. And when we talked to her about her personal life, she was very candid about how she's been dealing with the heartbreak of her painful divorce. I don't know how anybody, I'll just be real with you, goes through grief, like divorce, any kind of grief, any kind of loss, 
without having an outlet. I have written like 60 songs. Like, it's like an insane amount of getting it out. Yes, Kelly will be going there on her new album, diving into her divorce from husband of seven years, Brandon Blackstock. There's a lot of questions that I just have to answer before releasing it. That's one of those things you have to talk about, like, what are you willing to put out there? The mom of six-year-old River and four-year-old Remington filed for divorce in June and says listening to fellow coach John Legend's new album actually helped her get through it. You're not worthy. I literally was going through the worst moments of my like emotional life. And me hearing that during this time was like, okay, this is not hopeless. Music has a way of just like healing you. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Now Kelly's focused on the future and she's back as a coach on The Voice for her seventh time. The win count going into season 20, Blake has seven, Kelly three, John one, and Nick zero. He's certainly the hungriest, starving for a win. <laughs> Today, Nick dropped the big news. He's releasing a new solo album. Spaceman is out March 12th, and he told me he is coming for Blake this season. Make Blake cry. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun for me. Lauren, I don't know if you watched the Super Bowl. They were referring to Tom Brady as the greatest of all time. And, the and, goat. I, and I thought it was interesting that he has won seven championships, and I have won seven championships. So. There's something incredibly comical about Blake comparing himself to Tom Brady. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> well, last season, Blake was beat by fiance Gwen Stefani, but she's sitting this one out. Blake is totally on his own. She does not help me out because I'm still the competition. I'm sleeping with the enemy here. <laughs> Nick, what about you? Does Priyanka help out? Yeah, that must be tough, Blake. I feel really bad for you there. Um, yeah, she does. Priyanka helps me out because she's been a fan of the show since it started. Blake, you're looking like you have something to say about that. I actually had Nick on mute that entire time. <laughs> <laughs> well, here is something that Nick and Blake do have in common. Blake hosted SNL in 2015, and this weekend, it's Nick's turn. There he is, all masked up for rehearsals. And if you didn't know this, Nick is also a really good golfer. He actually played with Tiger Woods at a celeb tournament back in 2019, but Tiger's accident continues to dominate headlines as new details emerge about what happened to the world's greatest golfer. At the hospital, he had no recollection of the crash itself. Wow. Look, there was an issue about uh, if he was under the influence of some type of prescribed medication, for example, or they did any blood work at the hospital that would require a search warrant to be able to seize that information. E.T. has been with Tiger for his epic highs, his fall from grace, and stunning comeback in 2019. Well, I love playing golf, but now I'm starting to love just being around people. We first sat down with Woods in 1996. So uh, what are your plans for the 21st birthday? Huh, no comment. <laughs> I've hit the greens with Tiger several times. We've discussed his wedding to then-wife Elin Nordegren. The whole idea is for us to be private. And his desire to have kids. This is one of those things where it's, uh, you know, something I've never experienced, but certainly would like to one day. Tiger's 12-year-old son Charlie is like his golf twin. And as for another comeback... I've always been taught by my parents never to give any thought to anyone's expectations but yourselves. In the wake of the horrific crash and Tiger's extensive surgeries, fellow golfer Rory McIlroy put it all into perspective. He's not Superman. He's a human being at the end of the day, and you know he's already been through so much. At this stage, I think everyone should just be grateful that he's here, that he's alive, that his kids haven't lost their dad. 
golf is not even on the map at this point. Amen, Rory. All right, let's move on to the official kickoff of award season, the Palm Springs International Film Awards. Now, they're doing it a little different this year. Nichelle Turner is on assignment in Philadelphia, but she has all the info. And by the way, Rocky Fang, you'll recognize where she is. Go ahead. Dun, 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 exactly, Kev. You know, Sylvester Stallone made these steps here in front of the Philadelphia Museum of Art, famous in the movie. And Sly actually has a Palm Springs connection as well. He was honored by the festival back in 1998. Now, with the show, going almost virtual this year, you may be asking where will the winners give their acceptance speeches? Well, how about right here on ET? Thank you, Palm Springs International Film Award. It's the largest award I've ever received. My little abstract statue, that little abstract booty. She cute, I, uh, no, she yeah. cute. Yeah, just like, boom. I had to thank. So many people to thank. <laughs> I wish COVID was over so I can go to Palm Springs. Our time with the big winners turned up some pretty fun celeb secrets. First, this may be the hardest man to reach in Hollywood. I don't even have Denzel's phone number and he's called me. <laughs> and, he, and, and he always says, Viola, call me back in my office. And I always wanna say, Denzel, I don't have your office number. <laughs> Every time your number comes up, it's restricted. <laughs> Next, celebs will do almost anything for their craft. Now, you are known for your commitment to your roles. Did you happen to avoid any hospital visits on this movie? I got a little bruised climbing in and out of that, that car. The front runner for the Oscar is The Trial of the Chicago 7, but director Aaron Sorkin's already hard at work on his next project with Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem playing Lucy and Desi Arnaz. Lucy and Desi were madly, madly in love with each other. Uh, they also often wanted to kill each other. We spoke to the Vanguard award-winning Chicago 7 cast, and you're gonna love this last little tidbit we discovered. Eddie, it, it, we learned that you and Jamie Dornan were roommates at one point, is this true? That is true. What kind of roommate is Jamie? Um, Did he well, ever tie you up, is what we're... There are 50 <laughs> days moment, is what you're asking. This was pre-50, um, so he wasn't getting all method on the situation. Sasha will always go there. All right, now you can check out more of our exclusive interviews with this year's honorees at etonline.com. There is also big TV news to get to with the return of Seattle's favorite therapist. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. We're with Kelsey Grammer talking about the Frasier comeback. Then another guy making a TV return, Freddie Prinze Jr. Yeah, I guess I'm doing the show. The famous friend who helped him nab a role on the new Punky Brewster. And let's go. Hey! Director Lee Daniels, how he's changing Hollywood one movie at a time. What do you remember about getting to direct Oprah? She didn't have to peel a potato. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Hello, Seattle. I'm back. Yes, he is. It's official. The other Frasier is coming to Paramount Plus. Kelsey Grammer told us that it's not a reboot. It's a third act. I don't want to pick up where you know we left off. I think that'd be silly. Now, David Hyde Pierce, Jane Leaves, and Perry Gilpin have not signed on yet. And of course, sadly, John Mahoney passed away in 2018. Meanwhile, Nichelle Turner has the return of another classic TV character. 
Punky Brewster is back on TV, and boy, has her life changed. She's a mom of a growing family, and she has an ex played by Freddie Prince Jr. But did his role almost go to someone else? Well, Freddie sure thinks so. I love this family we built. You built. <laughs> so Leah and I have a mutual friend named Brian Austin Green, <laughs> and he wasn't able to for whatever reason, because he called me and he said, hey man, there's a show, they're redoing Punky Brewster, and they like you for it. So <laughs> I, I opened the script that day and I started reading it and I started laughing on every page. And Sarah came in there and she goes, what are you laughing at? And I was like, I'm reading the Punky Brewster pilot. I, I think I'm gonna try and, and do this job. And she goes, yo, I know Soleil. We did like a, a girl talk show when we were kids. Uh, hold on, hold on, you guys. Wait one second. Really, there, there only was one Travis, so Freddie. You've always been it. Deal with that, Brian Austin Green. Deal with that. No worries, Brian. Soleil says you still have a place on the Punky Brewster revival, streaming now on Peacock. And so we got Brian. We got to get Sarah Michelle on yes. there as well. Please, please. We can make that happen. Another thing to look forward to, these besties reuniting. Hi, Punky. Hi, Cherry. That's my soul sister, man. You put us in a room together, and it's going to be a good time. Now, Cherry told us she and Soleil literally cried tears of joy and gratitude at being able to work together again. Very, very sweet. All right, coming up, our exclusive conversation with a trailblazing filmmaker. I dare to dream. Lee Daniels reveals stories behind his scripts, the two A-listers who nearly played Precious. I said, are you crazy? Plus, Lee's new film about Billie Holiday getting major buzz, why Andra Day turned to alcohol and cigarettes to get ready for the role. My body was like, what is going on? <laughs>
Garrett Hedlund plays the FBI agent in charge. Both he and Evan are new fathers. Evan has two kids with Ashley Simpson. Garrett just had his first with Emma Roberts. Garrett, how are you and Emma adjusting to parenthood? Fantastically. I mean, I like to call this period the precious delirium. And everybody says, appreciate it. I'm an amazing swaddler now. <laughs> swaddle a baby like nobody's business. Okay. It's crazy. Uh, the things that new dads find amusing. Well, let's get back to Lee Daniels because it's really apropos that I am here in Philadelphia because this is Lee's hometown. Yep, he was born and raised in West Philadelphia. Now, in our exclusive conversation, we follow Lee's journey to becoming a Hollywood game changer. I would have never known that I could have come this far. I dared to dream. I dared to dream. I said, how many pairs of shoes does Miss Jackie Kennedy have? What do you remember about getting to direct Oprah? I told her she's a phenomenal actor and she needs to work more. You know I want to go to the White House. Did you learn something about her during the making of that film that you didn't know? Yeah, that she didn't know how to do laundry and she didn't know how to peel a potato. <laughs> she learned, I think, take 12. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think about home? Lee also handpicked Mariah Carey to play a social worker in Precious. And before Gabourey Sidibe got the title role, Lee was thinking of hiring Jennifer Hudson. I wanted Jennifer to star in the film, but she was losing weight. And so I don't think she wanted to go in that direction with her career. And then Taraji came in and she said, I'm gonna play Precious. So I said, are you crazy? A few years later, he knew there was just one actress who could play Empire's Cookie Lion. You think you still own me? You are she was the only cookie. Success for Lee was not overnight. Back in the early 80s, he arrived in Hollywood with just $7 in his pocket. His first showbiz job was with Prince. I drove one a lot, and I said, I'm ready to be a PA in casting. Let's go. Hey! <laughs> Lee's currently working on a reboot of The Wonder Years. And as we celebrate Black History Month, Lee is paying it forward by employing people of color both in front of and behind the camera. I think we've come a long way. We're at a place where we're able to write our own material, we're able to direct our own material, we're, we're even able to produce our own material. But the studios are still in charge. The studios are white executives. How do you want us to see your body of work and your legacy when it's all said and done? I want to make sure that every black person can see a little bit of themselves in every film that I do, that I have been able to capture your mother, you, your partner. That's my job. And a job well done, my friend. Thank you so much for the conversation, Lee. And another director who's made his mark in Hollywood, the visionary, Spike Lee. And coming up tomorrow, our exclusive conversation about his groundbreaking career and mentoring the next generation, including his kids. Now, Kev, this is gonna be really good, but I tell you, before I leave here in Philadelphia, I'm gonna make it up those stairs one time. The only thing, I forgot my gray tracksuit, my man. <laughs> Back to you. All right, thanks, Michelle. And, um, of course, she's saving it for the gram. That's where we'll see it. All right, coming up, Garth Brooks talks wife Trisha Yearwood's COVID diagnosis. Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com.
It's an honor to be married to one of the strongest individuals ever. Forget male or female, just yeah. a strong being. And Garth Brooks is witnessing Trisha Yearwood's strength once again. The couple has revealed that she is fighting COVID-19. Now, thankfully, Garth says, quote, she's on her way out of the tunnel now. Garth is negative. They are quarantining at home in Nashville. So it sounds like they'll be okay, Rachel. Ah, oh, that is so good to hear, Kev. And also here in Nashville, we are gearing up for the ACM Awards April 18th on CBS. My bones are good, the rest don't matter. The nominations will begin at 8.30 Eastern tomorrow on CBS This Morning and will continue only at ET Online. Thanks as always, Rachel. Of course, we will have full coverage tomorrow night, so make sure you join us for that. Take care, everybody. I'm Mo Rocca, and I'm excited to announce season four of my podcast, Mobituaries. I've got a whole new bunch of stories to share with you about the most fascinating people and things who are no longer with us. From famous figures who died on the very same day to the things I wish would die, like buffets. Listen to Mobituaries with Mo Rocca on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.